to the Game Raiders podcast. I am your host, Sergio, and I'm here joined by my lovely co-host, oh. Drew. Hello. He's got a, got a sandwich in his mouth right now. I, yeah, I was I was in the middle of taking a bite, <laughs> and you started that intro. I was like, oh, God, I have to I'm chew. going for it. I saw I you taking the fast. sandwich, and I was like, this is it. I have to gotta gotta go, go fast. for it. All right, Drew. Today we're talking about Psychonauts 2, the mm-hmm. newly released uh, Microsoft-produced, Double Fine-developed uh, platformer. Wait, what happened uh, to Psychonauts 1? Well, that came out a long time ago. Oh. So uh, it's been about 16 years since the release of the original Psychonauts game. Uh, it's a game that many people consider to be one of the last kind of great platformers outside of Nintendo. Because, right. you know, at that time there was like platformers everywhere and stuff like that. And platformers still come out, but some of the, most of them are not. I mean, they're more yeah. more misses than hits. It's more of an um, indie uh, genre, I notice now. Like indie yeah. games like uh, Celeste. Yeah. You know, unless you're, is really unless big. it's Nintendo, because most Nintendo games are going to be a platformer. Uh, Mario. In the Mario realm, I would say, yeah. I guess, probably be the best way to put it. Well, uh, I mean, think, think about it. Like, it, like even before that, you had Banjo-Kazooie and, yeah. you know, Conker's Bad I'm, Fur Day. And, you know... Would, you, would you consider, like, Jack and Daxter? Yeah, I would consider Jack and Daxter. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think... Um, do, you remember, do you remember Blinks the Cat? I do remember, but I didn't... I never played it. I think that was an Xbox. That was supposed to be like the Xbox mascot character that they're trying to go for, and then it like or whatever. Uh, Sly it's Cooper. It's okay because they have Max, they have Master Chief, baby. Yeah, Sly Cooper was one. Um, what was that? Which just came out recently. What? It was like uh, it just came out. It just came out. The game. A platformer. Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Yeah, that one too. I think that Crash one's also Bandicoot. one that. That's one that's keeping the. Uh, Spyro. Spyro. Yeah. Still waiting on the new Spyro game. That 90s, early 2000s was like... That was like platformer heaven, And then, like like we said, like, they started becoming less and less popular. Every now and then you'll get a new Ratchet. Like, Ratchet Clank just came out with a new game as well, which is also getting really good reviews. Um, So, originally, the first first Psychonauts game was meant to be an OG Xbox exclusive. Um, They were talking about it in 2001, like, right at the launch of the Xbox. Yeah. Um, but then by 2004, the game was still not near completion, and the exclusivity deal fell apart as uh, <sighs> people that the the guy who set up the deal left Microsoft, mm. um, and Double Fine taking forever in development, which is something that it's a repeating theme will come yeah. come around in this review, and uh, and also Microsoft said that the game failed to meet expectations in the early developments. So that original game was eventually released in 2005 for the Xbox, yeah. computer, and PlayStation 2, which I did not know. Yeah. Um, so, Drew, mm-hmm. this, this episode of The Game Writers is pretty much me trying to convince you through a review of why you should play Psychonauts 2 and maybe go back and play the original Psychonauts if you haven't. I don't think um, you really need to convince me because I everybody talks about this game like it's it's really good and oh like, yeah it's great play it. so like yeah. I mean I I don't think I'm already sold like you don't need to convince me <laughs> well then it's it's, it's episode it's over roll credits it's me convincing convincing uh-huh. the uh, 
the listeners out there why they should play this beautiful uh, game force that is that exists in the world yeah the, the like 30 of them out there <laughs> uh going on, man. Like, it, it used to be 20 listeners now we're at 30 listeners we're, we're growing baby we're growing uh so drew what do you know about the original game just curious. uh well it didn't sell well uh i know that it uh it kind of bombed uh commercially um yeah. but then like it got like a really big cult following like and then like yeah 10 years later 12 years later people are like oh my god psychonauts was like one of the greatest games ever made like oh my god the ideas they were putting out in that game holy fucking shit <laughs> you know and like i mean to be fair i mean i don't have any evidence to contradict or discredit the people who say that um you know and it's it's definitely been one of those games like i know everybody was like super fucking excited for when psychonauts 2 got launched uh announced sorry um and uh like i mean it's definitely one of those games that i need to go back and play uh it's on my list you know it's like right under uh crash bandicoot and uh you know so um yeah i mean that's basically that's uh, all you know that's basically all i know because i haven't played the game so i mean I yeah mean, yeah i know that it like it delves into kind of like they play around with like the brain and the psyche and you know yeah. stuff like that and it's all a bunch of like psychic powers that you use throughout sure. the game yeah uh, so yeah so i'll, I'll kind of walk you through <clears throat> without spoilers in case you didn't want to go back and play the original game uh it takes place at a summer camp for second kids so you play Rasputin, or he goes by Raz in the game. Um, he's a runaway from his family circus. Is he a descendant of the actual Russian Rasputin that you know was a mortal no. and could die? Okay. They they all have this like his family's from like this made up <laughs> European country. Damn, yeah. damn. That's a so. mi- that's a missed opportunity. Double fine. <laughs> so he wants to be a psychonaut because he's a he's a he's psychic and. He's, mm-hmm. He feels like he thinks he's the only psychic in his family. His family's hate psychics. They think <laughs> they're evil and they've been cursed to die in water. So by a, by a, by a psychic. Mm. Um, so the game takes place at the summer camp, but the main portion of the games is you jumping into people's brains. And that's where all, like all the creative level design and the you know, platforming comes in is in the, the brain levels. Um, so I haven't actually, I never played the original game until recently. <laughs> Um, I played it in preparation for Psychonauts 2, so it, I don't even think Psychonauts 2 had a release date yet. I played it this year, so I was like, mm-hmm. it'll come out sometime in the fall, so I was like, I should play it this summer, and I did. Um, I felt that if it was a game that I had played when I was younger, that I probably would have had a better appreciation of. It's one of those games where, like, if you had never played Mario 64 when you were a kid and then went back and tried to play it on the in 64 yeah. now you'd be like this it's is like, like the controls sucks. are terrible yeah the Give camera's super awful mario odyssey because you don't understand like how groundbreaking like those camera controls were at the time yeah to you know, appreciate the game you know it makes and you even feel with, even with like mario <laughs> so feel- that's kind of how i felt playing second one where it was like this is a good game again yeah. i know it's a good game but the controls were frustrating at times <laughs> and the yeah. camera was frustrating at times, especially like on platforming levels where you'd be mm-hmm. trying to jump places and the camera would like move and then you fall and like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like in the context but, of like 2005. Yeah, 2005, you know, that context, it's it's a really good game. 
Um, and again, it has like a has like a really funny story, Actually, and it's also like 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 humor was great and stuff like that. And the characters you you come to love them and stuff like that. Raz Putin is a or Raz is is a he's probably one of the best platformer antagon, antagonist protagonist antagonist <laughs> no <laughs> protagonists. And it has it has some really interesting villains. Um, Doctor Lovato, he's like a mad dentist. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a great little villain and stuff like that. And uh, the gym the gym coach Psychonaut is also a pretty good little villain in that game as well. Um, I mean, good... to be fair to Psychonauts, to be fair to Psychonauts, 2005 was a really tough year for video games, man. Like, yeah. fucking Resident Evil Four, uh, Time Splitters, Future Perfect. You got uh, Devil May Cry Three. You got. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, like the original Star Wars Battlefront 2. You got God of War. You got fucking yeah. Guitar Hero and Nintendogs. I mean, how are you supposed to compete against? Yeah. How can you compete against Nintendogs? Like, <laughs> there's no, there's no, you can't win. You just got to lay down and die. Like, yeah. And also, too, it's like, it's kind of an ugly looking game on purpose it looks kind of like you if you went to like tim burton and like invader zim kind of had a baby that's kind of the art style of the game yeah so characters look like have weird proportions they're really skinny or tall they're really fat their eyes are big or small or like mm-hmm. sometimes some characters will have like an eye that's like up here an eye that's down here and that's just normal um and then of course you know playing it today in 2021 and you kind of look at the 2005 graphics you're like ooh, this is a little rough yeah yeah but it again uh very funny very creative level designs i like the game i'd probably give it like a i don't know, like a three or a four out of five. Oh, okay i was about to say, i thought you were about to say out of ten i was like no i really man. like the game therefore i'm three out, give it a three out of ten three out of don't ten don't play it very good uh, <laughs> so so finally We'll get into the Psychonauts 2 part of this of this episode here. Uh, so like I said at the beginning, it's been 16 years. 2005 is when the first game came out. Yeah. So what took so long for them to get to this point? And like you, like you mentioned, the original game was a huge flop. It only sold 100,000 copies on its original run. Damn. Which is insane. Like, oh my god, that's nothing, right? Um in the time since though it's gotten a huge cult following and you know and also the game was like well received at at launch like the critics liked it it was a really good game so for years critics and fans have been demanding a sequel for double fine like hey we're psychonauts 2 we're psychonauts 2 even at one point mojang the you know people behind minecraft were willing to fund eighteen million dollars for the game. Holy shit! Yeah, uh, ultimately that didn't happen. Um, but then in 2015, Psychonauts 2 was officially announced, and it was up for crowdfunding. So through a website called Fig, <sighs> F-I-G. I never heard of it, but they were seeking three million dollars in crowdfunding, which was which at the time they said it was about a third of their budget. And then the rest of the budget was going to be put in by Double Fine themselves and then third-party investors to finally release Psychonauts 2. Okay. So then in 2017, there was a VR game released, which was about an hour of gameplay. 
mm-hmm. that was kind of a way to bridge the gap between the two games and kind of show what they were going for in the new game. Um, and it was, all, it was also crowdfunded, but for much less because he was, like I said, it's only an hour of gameplay and it's VR. So you're playing it, you're, you're actually playing as Raz, like first person view. Um, and then in 2018, they expected the game to be released in 2018. With this, mm-hmm. They're saying, okay, this game's coming out in 2018, so it was going to be a three-year development. Um, it was successfully crowdfunded. Um, but ultimately, they decided to push back to 2019, quarter one of 2019, so early 2019. Can't be more realistic. But then in 2019, Double Fine was bought out by Microsoft. What? what? So Microsoft funded the rest of what Double Fine needed to finish Psychonauts 2. Because they were struggling, because before the buyout, uh, Double Fine was saying that they would actually have to cut boss fights and levels wow. because they had they didn't have the funds to fin- to add them into the game. So because Microsoft bought them, <laughs> they decided they were... to delay the game until a X amount of, you know... I think they were hoping for a 2020 release, but then, you know, Pandemic, COVID. Yeah. yeah. So they were able to add in all those things they cut out. So then finally... <laughs> Can you imagine if they had taken that Mojang money, though? Like, yeah. would Psychonauts 2 just look like Minecraft? <laughs> Probably not. Would, Probably would, be, like, would we be getting Psychonauts Minecraft, Minecraft crossover? I mean, that could still happen because they're both owned by Microsoft. I mean, I guess that's fair, yeah. <laughs> so, finally, <sighs> like we said, 16 years later, in the the year of our Lord, 2021. The year of Psychonauts our Lord, uh, Phil Spencer... Yes, Psychonauts 2 has officially been released released on PlayStation 4, <laughs> Xbox One, PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. I don't wait, know if it's on wait, Nintendo. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I, where's the Atari Jaguar version? <laughs> where's the Where's the Commodore 64 version? This where's is the... this is not okay. I'm so sick of this bullshit where that Microsoft is pulling, where they only release this game to certain consoles. I <laughs> served to play Psychonauts 2 on a Game Boy Mini, okay? I deserve to play Psychonauts 2 <laughs> on a Game Boy Micro. I don't, see, I don't even know if it's on Nintendo, so I don't know if it's on the Switch or not. <laughs> no, it's not. It, according okay. to this, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So the main but, reason, obviously, was because even though Microsoft owns Double Fine, this is a game that was actually you know crowdfunded, so yeah. they wanted to make sure everyone who funded the game got their game yeah well everybody except uh switch players and uh atari jaguar players go fuck yourselves yeah get out of here <laughs> Nintendo. you already get all, you already get platforms this is where everyone else has to get platformers yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of break this down for you i'm gonna go through the story to you know and then i'm gonna go through my my thoughts on the story and the voice <sighs> cast and all that and then gameplay my thoughts on the gameplay and all that and then finally kind of end with like the, some of the themes they touch on and then my final thoughts. And so if you're you have not any going input, into spoilers, though, right? No, I am avoiding spoilers. Okay. Any major, any major story spoilers will not be in this root okay. review at all. So no uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, there's no spoiler alert. I'm just gonna talk about thematic elements, some some enemies you come across, and a lot of the stuff, like all the, a lot of the enemies and all that, <laughs> were actually in trailers and gameplay that were released and stuff like that by mm-hmm. Double Fine and Microsoft and all them. So I'm not I'm not gonna go into like oh by the way in the there's a twist in the middle of the game where you're dead the whole time, and then it turns out that you're actually dead the whole time and this was actually like a stealth spoiler like yeah what a, <laughs> a, a douchebag right I know fuck you Sergio um, okay so Just we'll like start with Microsoft. the story it, it's gonna be a brief 
uh, just a kind of brief overview of the whole story, like what what, what you're going into. So this game actually mm-hmm. takes place about two to three days after the original game. So it's kind of funny, like if you play, because I played them back to back, almost, you know, I played mm-hmm. the first game, yeah. going from 2005 graphics graphics to 2021 graphics, and it's like, oh man, do you remember that adventure two days ago? Um, oh, some good news too. You actually do not you. You don't have to play the original game and the VR game if you don't want to, because there yeah. the game actually starts off with a really good recap of those two. Okay. Um, and it's really funny and stuff like that. Now, if you do play the original game, there are a lot of Easter eggs from the original game that are in the sequel that kind of like it, that kind of you know bring the whole thing together. <laughs> um, so, like I said, this game takes place about two or three days after the original game. All right, so you play as Raz. He's now, um, I guess, a little spoiler for the first game because in the first game you're at the summer camp. After the summer camp, you become you go work for the Psychonauts. So he's now a Psychonauts intern at the. Um, so he's finally with the Psychonauts. He works at HQ and he goes on missions. Um, as the story develops, you actually come across an old villain from before that the original Psychonauts defeated. Mm-hmm. That becomes that's kind of like the main overlying villain, like the threat of that villain, not necessarily <laughs> that villain itself. Like mm-hmm. she should she might return, like be careful, like she could come back, stuff like that. Um, and then there is a mole in the second agency. <laughs> so the whole point of the game is trying to figure out who the mole is by going to people's minds and also trying to see if there's a way to prevent the return of uh, the villain's name is Molegula. So re- return of Molegula. Um, and that at the same time, like I said, Raz ran away from his family. So his family is there to get him and they're trying to like, he's trying to avoid embarrassment from his family because his family is like circus acrobat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cause he's got like new friends and he's got a girlfriend and all that. Aww. So the story, I think it's very compelling. It's really funny how it's also very funny. Like off the bat is, is this humor is probably like 90% hit rate. So for every 10 jokes, nine of them are going to hit and one might be a flop. And they come so fast. Uh, it's almost like the best way I can describe it is like a Pixar movie. So like mm-hmm. it's like top it's like a top tier Pixar movie directed by Tim Burton. OK, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So the <clears throat> the way that there's genuinely some really shocking twists throughout the game. Uh, it's really engaging. You You love these characters, the ones that come back. You love them more than you did the first time, and then the then you meet the, the you get to meet the original Psychonauts that are like Raz's heroes, and like him fanboying over them is is pretty funny, and then these Psychonauts are also really heartbreaking, like the originals Aww. are very they're very heartbreaking. They're very they're also again also very funny, and genuinely it's like beautifully written these some of these characters and their arcs and in the in the story of the game. Um, and then so what really brings the story and the characters and this like funny heartbreaking elements together is the <laughs> voice cast. Mm-hmm. Um, the, some of this talent in this game, I was like, hey, that sounds like really familiar. So one Richard Horvitz is back as Raz. Do you know who he is? Like who he's voiced before? No. Uh, he's the voice of Invader Zim. OK. Yeah. So you do you, you kind of get some of that Zim in him. Um, Jack Black is a major character in this game. He plays a ball oh, wow. of light. Um, Elijah Wood is in this game as well. He plays a, a, char- a character named Nick John Smith, who's a brainless mailroom manager. And his character becomes more and more important as the game goes on. So I was, I was like, 
that voice sounds so familiar. And then I looked it up, I was like, oh my god, it's Elijah Wood. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so fucking yeah. weird, dude. Yeah. Um, so these are some of the Novo cast members. And then, of course, uh, as I told you this in the chat the other day, but Ricky Simmons plays uh, like a doodle version of Raz. Uh-huh. Um, who, he was the voice of Gurr in Invader Zim. In Invader Zim, yeah. yeah. if you look it up, they talk about it, that they purposely hired him because of Invader <laughs> Zim. And he does the exact, he does he just does Gurr's voice. That's so funny. So kind of funny. Yeah. So that's kind of the <clears throat> my thoughts on that story and all that. So, you know, it's a platformer, so the gameplay obviously is really important. And I have to say, uh, the last platformer I think I've played before this, besides Psychonauts 1, was like Mario Odyssey. And yeah. I would say that this is probably the best platformer since like since then. Since that game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it takes everything from the original, all the good, and just makes it better. Like, um, the gameplay, the controls are way more intuitive. Um, they, add a new, they add a lot of new psychic abilities that kind of in, enhance the platforming. Like, there's these things called, like, loose thoughts, and you can actually jump into loose thoughts to traverse certain areas that maybe you couldn't yeah. get to before. Um, and then on top of that, too, <laughs> I, I guess really the ability to change... Um, the ability to change your uh, psychic abilities, uh, ability to ability, um, you know, the, the way to change psychic abilities is much more... Mm-hmm. I got. I don't know. Modern. I guess I don't know how to explain it. Um, how, how to say modern mm. more? It feels it, more. It, uh, it feels more intuitive. Yeah, it feels a lot more intuitive and stuff like that. And then, um, I guess my one complaint about that is you're only able to have four chosen at a time. So there'll, there'll be a lot of times where like you're in the middle of a boss fight and certain bosses or certain enemies can only be damaged by certain abilities. So like for example, mm-hmm. there's like these gunk monsters. That can only be destroyed by fire. So, and there's also monsters that that are so fast you have to slow them down to defeat them. And sometimes you're facing both at the same time. So there's one, there's like two abilities that I've never changed. My levitate ability, because you're able to like form a ball and it helps you travel faster, which is you know you're trying to get certain areas faster. So and it helps you in combat, so you can stay, you can move around the field faster without being hit and you know. But then you also have the, your shoot ability. And then if you have to switch between your time ability and your flame ability and your telekinesis ability, like, through constantly throughout the fight. I think it, it does add an extra element of, like, having to decide what you want to use quickly. But at the same time, it's like, it does suck that you only get to pick four. But, I mean, that's a, you know, every game has that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, like, then the combat's really good as well. I mean, it's not, the combat's mm-hmm. not really a big focus. The main focus <sighs> is the platforming. Um, which goes to the level design, okay? So like the original game, the summer camp was kind of a hub, and then you could go to people's minds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So this time, it's, it's it's similar. Instead of a summer camp, though, you're at the Psychonauts headquarters called the Mother Lobe. And then it, the world opens up to an outside world. So there's a, lot more expl- there's a lot more exploring you can do and a lot more side missions than you could do in the original game. And most of these side missions are going to be like quests, uh, fetch quests where they're like hey there's like uh, three things i need you to destroy and they're scattered in the woods go find them and destroy them i need you to give me some bees you know stuff like that uh-huh um and then there are about eight or so brains that you jump into throughout the game so some of my favorite ones um the very first brain you're in 
is the evil dentist, Dr. Lobato. You're in his brain. And it's really gross because so, he's a dentist, so everything is like teeth related. So there's just like really grotesque, like mounds of flesh, with a bunch of teeth everywhere that you're, you're platforming on stuff like that. So if you're scared of teeth or like stuff like that, I wouldn't play the game. Uh, is that an actual fear? Yeah, people people have a fear, fear of, of like, a, like a phobia of teeth. There's even like a, a warning at the beginning of the game. It's like if you're scared of teeth, do not play. <laughs> Dentophobia. Yes, yeah. that's what it's called. They all mean the same thing. An intense fear of visiting the dentist for dental care. Wow. Yeah. A, a, a dentophobia is the actual fear of teeth. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all that because it's like teeth cleaning and then, you know, you're in. And there's, there's a lot of times you're inside people's mouths for some reason in this game. That's funny. As a, you know, when you're, when you're in their head. <laughs> so it, it, it is really kind of gross and stuff like that. Uh, there's Speaking a casino brain. Mouths, uh, why didn't you say Maligula was. Uh, was. Uh, a fine she's a she's a she's a fine looking uh entity of darkness <laughs> uh there's a casino brain you know a lot of gambling and stuff like that uh there's one brain you're in where it's basically it's a small world <clears throat> but it's like a really dark twisted version of it's a small world about this like revolution that happened in this country that killed a bunch of people Yay, so, viva la revolution. It's so funny, because it even plays like a really happy version of the events, and they're like, people died and drowned and stuff. And it's it's really funny, because it's so dark, and then they're like, to juxtapose that with it's a small world, where mm -hmm. like it's not, it's like people drowning and people being killed, and they're like smiling and stuff like that, singing the song. It's really funny. Um, there's, a, there's a library brand where you actually, like, you go into books and stuff like that, so you become like a paper version, like Paper Mario. Um, there's a Woodstock brain. That's where Jack Black is. Um, there's a one that's a cook show where you have to gather ingredients and actually cook them and stuff like that before time runs out. So you get like five minutes to cook a pancakes and stuff like that. And there's a lot of other brains and stuff, but those are some of my favorites that come so to mind. So these are all they're just all, like they're all all the brains are basically just like separate games within a game. <laughs> kind of, but they're like, all platformers. That's the thing though. Like when you're cooking, you still like, got a platform to get the ingredients and then platform them to get to the the blender to get to the frying sure, pan to get to the toaster but, yeah it's like so it's like it's like cooking mama with platforming and then it's like yeah you got paper mario with platforming paper mario is a platformer so i mean well it's more of an rpg i would say but wow. it has it has light platforming elements so then um on top of that um you get a lot of new added abilities so like i said earlier the ability to jump through um thoughts i think that has been the best new thing they added mm -hmm. um mainly because there's these there's like these clouds that are around people's minds so it'll be something like death and then a cloud of like um gambling so then if you jump between the two you'll actually connect the two thought the two thoughts so then you're making someone scared of gambling because they, they think they'll die does that make sense so yeah. then that actually changes the character's mind so I, you know, I wish I had that fear, so I wouldn't lose as much fucking money. Yeah. Ugh. So that that and that you know, and then sometimes that has ripple effects throughout the game. Yeah. Um, you may, you you end up making someone a big gambler, and that's <laughs> what they see the casino level. Because originally she was like oh, a yeah. nurse, so like it, you you go through mine originally, and it's like a hospital level, and then you turn her into a gambler by accident. By connecting, by connecting dot the the the, the thoughts, uh -huh. and it, beco it becomes a casino. It's Hell still yeah. like hospital theme, but it's a casino. Hell yeah, um, dude! Five hundred on black. Let's go. 
yeah and then um and then i think the next best new feature was the doodle version of yourself again voiced by Gur. uh this is like you never you know in spongebob where he makes the doodle doodle bob or whatever bob yeah yeah imagine that but he like loves you like an annoying little brother oh it's like the annoying arena fan in the oblivion yeah all right and he'll he'll follow you around and he's basically again he's basically Gur. so he makes like the same Gur stuff um, and then the enemies. Uh, in the first game, there wasn't really a, a large variety of enemies. There was boss fights, and then there was the censors. And the censors were like the subconscious minds um, trying to destroy outside forces. So think of like Inception, you know, like Inception where they would go people's minds and like subconscious would attack them. Yeah. So it was like they were like that, but they were like little businessmen and they had like little stamps that said no and they would stamp you. <laughs> So there's they're 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 back and all the different variations of them are back. I don't I don't remember if there was any new variations of them, but there are some new actual enemies in the game <laughs> that are versions of like panic attacks, bad moods, doubt, depression, and judgment. And there's a couple more. Damn. Um, so like panic attack is like this really grotesque creature that can like move quickly, <laughs> and it's like all like it, it, those like skeletons at you and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Bad moods are like this big cloud of just like squibbles and they're like angry and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool uh, how they how they kind of touch on these like kind of mental illnesses or like some, you know, everything people, everyday things people go into. Um, my best example would be it's kind of like Inside Out mm-hmm. where it's like kind of like a simplistic take on it. But if you go a little bit deeper, what they're saying, it's like, OK, this is uh, kind of. I don't know, nuanced. Um, and a lot of these villains, um, they can only be defeated certain ways. Like I said, there's some villains that you can only defeat them with your telekinesis, mm-hmm. uh, fire ability or whatever. So those are the enemies. And then the the last thing I kind of want to touch on before my final thoughts of this game is this game really delves into trauma. There's a lot of trauma in this game. So this game so, is going to make me cry then. It might. I don't know. I, I, got, te- I got a little teary-eyed uh, near the end. <laughs> So most of the game is you jump into the the original seven Psychonauts minds to kind of figure out what happened, and why they're all like separated, or they have they've had traumatic experience that they have, they have a shared traumatic experience. So it's you going into their minds trying to see like what's up. Okay. Um, for example, you go into someone's mind and his mind is literally fractured into like three separate things that you had to go into. Um, one is like a drunk, another one is like a failure, and she can't take the failure, and so, and so on and so on, okay? Um, like I said, it's kind of handled the same level of like inside out, so it's still really kid-friendly, but if mm-hmm. you just dig just a little bit deeper, you can start to see like what they're, the story they're telling and stuff like that. Um, the best example I can give you is when you go into one of the characters' minds, I already said he's a drunk, um, the level design, you'll start to notice that a lot of the platforms and stuff like that are like beer cans and whiskey bottles and like garnishes for um like lim- lime and stuff like that and like fruit but it's like very s- gradually throughout the throughout that level it starts to become more and more and then you start to notice that the water isn't water it's actually um like whiskey or beer <laughs> and stuff like that and there's like straw in like you like you like climb straws and stuff like that because he's an alcoholic and Oof. it doesn't tell you up front and never goes like oh i'm an alcoholic but you start to, as you progress, it gets more and more 
beer cans and and uh, bottles and stuff like that. So it's a uh, and there's tons of levels like that. Like where it's things a fun are like, video game for kids. Yeah, I mean that's the thing too. Like I think kids <laughs> can play this, but I don't think they'll understand what's happening. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's games you've played where you don't fully understand what they're talking about, but you enjoyed it. And then when you play, oh, you're like, yeah. oh, play it later. You're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, like um, when I played uh, when I played uh, Kotor two for the first time, I was like, I was initially put off because it's like much darker than the first game. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm like, oh, it's fun. It's Star Wars. Wee. And then I start <laughs> playing the game, and I'm like, oh uh, god. <laughs> Like, dear God, holy shit! Yeah. Um, so um, I think I think all these make for an incredible game. Um, I think I mean no hate on the fact that one game was made in 2005 and one game was made in 2021, but Psychonauts two just takes everything from the first game and makes it so much but better. What we're saying is Psychonauts one is shit, and if you like it, you're shit, and <laughs> don't at us because we're not gonna respond because we're right, you're wrong. Give fucks. My, my email, if you want to personally email me, my email is... I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, I think the, the, the platform... The, the platforming is great. Um, the combat's <laughs> fun. I never really got bored. It's only about 12 to 14 hours of gameplay. And there's more... Because once you beat it, you're able to do more of the side missions and stuff like that. So I, I didn't finish all the side missions. But I, I, am, I went back and played some more side missions. I got some of those out of the way. Um, you level up and you can buy, like... Um, you can upgrade your abilities. You can buy like little pins that change. Some of it's cosmetic, and some of it helps in the game. So like, there's one pin that you can buy that changes the color of your levitation ball. But then there's also mm-hmm. things you can buy that like, you, uh, if you set a character on fire, they'll explode afterwards. Stuff like that. Um, overall, <sighs> I mean, I'd probably give it like a five out of five. Uh, it's I'd say it's worth <laughs> sixty bucks. Overall, but, I'd yeah, say, it, you know, perfect score, you know. Yeah, five, five out of five. It's per, I think it's a perfect Well, game. okay, so let's compare your score. Okay, so five out of five. So Metacritic gave the, well, varying, depending on platform, it gave an average of about 89 uh, for Psychonauts 2. Game Informer, uh, 9 out of 10. GameSpot, 9 out of 10. GamesRadar, uh, 4.5 out of 5. IGN, 8 out of 10. So, I mean... Yeah, it's definitely getting a lot of praise. Yeah, Um, it's sixty bucks on the PlayStation. Uh, If you have Game Pass, though, it's right. It's on there for you know you you pay for the subscription, so it's on there. So you can download the original and you can download Psychonauts two today. It's on PC as well. Yes, it is on PC. It is on PC. Yay! (laughs) So I highly recommend it. Um, I don't think else to say. (laughs) That's the end of my review. That was riveting. Go play Psychonauts 2. It's great. It's fun. <laughs> um, you'll be depressed a little bit. But I mean, the main thing is, even though some of the things they're talking about are so depressing, it never loses a sense of humor, which I think, which I thought was like an incredible feat. Again, that's why I kind of come back to Pixar, because like Pixar movies can have some really dark, depressing things in them. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's still like very funny, very kid friendly ish. Yeah, it's just going to traumatize you a little bit at the end. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's why I, I kinda think again, I think that Tim Burton meets Pixar is kinda because yeah. again, like the art design I think is way better in this game. Again, I don't know if it's just because it's twenty twenty one versus two thousand five where I was, I was like, This game's kind of ugly in two thousand five, but then in twenty twenty one it's like 
more colorful. The the characters just look much better. They move better. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. So uh, what we're saying is uh, tennis claps to you, Tim Schaefer, and the rest of the Double Fine Productions uh, team for yeah. coming back after 16 years and making a game that doesn't suck. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? <laughs> like, uh, it would have been heartbreaking if it was bad. <laughs> I, yeah, but, I mean, I personally would have been heartbroken, but I would have been heartbroken for the people who, who actually are heartbroken. Yeah. Did you ever play Brutal Legend? Because he made Brutal Legend, didn't he? I have not played Brutal Legend either, and uh, like that was a game that did interest me because I was like, oh, this is kind of like silly, you know? It's yeah, it's, it's Jack, a, Jack Black, Black. Is a rocker, you know, and he uses he uses his guitar to fucking kill things. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of great. It's great. Um, yeah, so it's kind of cool. Like Jack Black came back for this game and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So, um. So Drew, right. cool. What are any any closing thoughts as the listener? Um, you know, this hasn't really done anything to move my opinion one way or the other on Psychonauts 2 or even Psychonauts because I was already planning on playing them eventually. Um, but you should play them sooner rather than later. Um, I hope, I hope at least play the cool. like, like I said, you don't you don't really got to play the first game that much if because it just recap it. Um, like I said, the first game is pretty rough. First game is dog shit. Is what it is not. It is not. It's a good dog game. Shit game. But like I said, if I didn't. It's kind of like when I played the Uncharted games. I didn't really care so much for the first game, just yeah. because it's a rough, rough game to yeah. get through now. But like yep. at the time, if I played it, I probably would have loved it. Speaking of uh, Naughty Dog, win Uncharted remake, win. When's <laughs> yeah, it that's a game. Sh- that's a game they should remake, not Last of Us. That's a that's a game that that needs a remake. <laughs> fuck so, fuck, dude. So Drew, uh-huh. where can the lovely listeners find us? Um, well, if you want to go, uh, hit us up on any of our social media platforms, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter at, uh, the Game Raiders Pod. Uh, you can also find us, you can listen to all of our episodes, all of our current and future episodes. Please come back. Please come back. We're desperate. We're, we're literally broke. Um, you can listen there and support us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, we're everywhere. We're in your walls. Or yeah, just yeah, we're gonna be we're we're gonna hire the Psychonauts to subliminally Impact. tell you that you should watch the Game Raiders podcast. Yeah. Please. Yeah. And hey, if you guys play the Game Raiders podcast and then want to kind of reach out to us on social media, uh, Game Raiders podcast, if you play Psychonauts 2 and want to reach out to us on our social media, you can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. So a- do am, that. I, am, I, am I just sucking this game's dick off too much or is I it am, actually a really great game? I'm desperate for human connection. So if you message me, even if it's not about <laughs> Psychonauts 2 on any of our social medias, I will probably respond. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I'm um, good. Good review. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's that that's all she wrote. Yeah, I I don't know why we're still talking. No way. I don't want to talk to you.